Hi, this is Sarit Schwetzer, and welcome to the It Is Taught podcast, a podcast devoted to the teachings of Rabbi Schneir Zalman of Liadi, as recorded in his most famous work, the Tanya. My hope for this show is to make these teachings accessible and relatable to the average person, regardless of prior Jewish education or affiliation. The episodes follow the prescribed daily study portions and are meant to serve as practical lessons in how to live your life as your true self and develop an authentic and powerful relationship with your creator. I have personally experienced the effects the study of this work has had on me, and I'm excited to share what I can of this knowledge with you. So please join me on this journey of learning, self-growth, and connection with your source. Hi, and welcome to the It Is Top Podcast. This is episode 286 for the 8th of Elul and Alipir. So have you ever watched a group of wine connoisseurs sit around trying out different wines? It might sound really obnoxious to you <laughs> if you're not so familiar with the with the art of wine tasting. It might sound like super pretentious, like what are they doing exactly? Swishing around the wine in their mouth, spitting it out and all that. And truly, yes, maybe it is quite pretentious to be honest. But at the same time, there is something there. And these really high level wine experts have this amazing ability to be able to detect what type of wine they're drinking without looking at the bottle, without anybody telling them what is on the bottle. There are you know, huge wine competitions in this regard where people can figure out what year the the wine is from, what grape is being used, all kinds of different things like this. It's really, really quite amazing. How are they able to do this? They're able to do this because they've spent a lot of time sensitizing their taste buds, becoming more aware of the underlying flavors within everything. People can do this with food as well. Some people have more sensitive palates, less sensitive palates. But I, I do this sometimes actually as a fun exercise. It's I'll be at someone's house and I'll be eating a salad or something. And I like to try to like figure out what the ingredients are within the dressing, what are what is found in the salad or in a soup or whatever it is what spices are being used. Uh, so this is the type of thing that, yes, some people might be born with a higher level of sensitivity naturally, but this is also something that can be worked at. And what we're going to be learning about today is that just like we can do this when it comes to food and to physicality, this is something we can do with spiritual, spirituality as well. This is something that we can do uh, in a spiritual sense to be able to sensitize our spiritual taste buds, so to speak, and become more aware of the godly reality that's found around us. The the uh, analogy that the altar use, uses to explain this is actually of a cruci- crucible or of a melting pot, which is used to refine metals like silver or gold and things like that. And the, and that's the process. So that process of the crucible that really heats up to a very high heat and then is able to refine, like to kind of like, let's say if you took like an object that was made out of silver, but maybe it had like something else in it as well. If you melted it down within that crucible um, or, or something or gold in a melting pot, then it would be able to extract any of the impurities and to really bring out the true metal, the true gold or the silver. So the altar is, is going to teach us today how we can do this with ourselves. How can we extract the goodness that's found within us and not only within ourselves, but within the world? How can we, what is the crucible that we can use to be able to do this? 
because as we spoke about in yesterday's episode, and we've been speaking about it for a few days now, there is the world in which we live in, and as we know from previously, Tanya, ourselves as well, is a mixture of good and bad. It's very confusing. And in fact, the, the negativity, unfortunately, rules in the world. There's more negativity than good. So how can we extract the good? How can we bring out the good? How can we elevate the good and, and make the, the negativity nullified? Uh, um, so what we'll learn about today is it's really all about sensitizing your spiritual taste buds. So let's get into the text and see how the Altar Rebbe explains all of this, and hopefully it will become clearer through that. So the Altar Rebbe begins, and he talks about this this refinement that will happen of the good from the evil being extracted from the evil that we started talking about in yesterday's episode in yesterday's section of the Tanya. And we talked about how this comes about through our actions. We started, began talking about that a little bit. And uh, now the altar says that this is also going to be, a, it, this is also going, this refinement is not going to be just something that like happens in this obscure way, but it's actually going to come about through a re- revelation of godliness down here in this world with a great revelation and like a great radiance and a great um, influence. As it says, and this is a quote from Yeshayahu, chapter 11, verse 9, that the whole world will be filled with the knowledge of God. So this is going to be something that is really revealed. It's going to be revealed in the future. And then there's another citation to support this. This is also from Yeshayahu chapter 40, verse 5, kvod Hashem So the glory of God will be revealed. So again, pointing to the fact that Hashem, Hashem and His glory will be revealed. And so, okay, so this is talking about the future times, says the Altar Rabbah, the future world. But now when we're talking about us, the lower man, terrestrial man. So we know this isn't the case, right? It's not like that we see God everywhere and everything. Nevertheless, there are times. So there's a et matso, it's called in Hebrew, a time of finding, which is a reference to prayer, or different auspicious times when we can actually uh, seclude ourselves with God and really be, come into this place of, of seclusion with God. Every person, according to their deeds uh, has the opportunity to have a little taste of this refinement through being involved in Torah for its own sake and so too through being involved in staka. So basically meaning to say that in the future, yes, that's when like the ultimate revelation is going to happen, but yet all of us can get a, t- a taste of this through when we're in the special time of prayer, giving staka or otherwise really secluding ourselves with God. As uh, as it says, and this is a teaching from the Gemara in Baba Basra, page ten a, which um, which I believe we brought up before, where it says that Rabbi Elazar Yahiv Masli, that Rabbi Elazar would give a coin to the poor man and then pray. So he would always. This is like sort of the source of what we know that there's this idea of giving staka before um, before praying. So um, and and this is. A, a verse to support this is in Tehillim chapter 17, verse 15, where it says, that through tzedek, meaning a play on that word staka, which also means righteousness, I will see your face. So there's something about basically giving staka that causes this revelation of God's face, which this revelation of God's face means, says the Alter Rebbe, this is the aspect of the revelation of the radiance and of the influence of das and tfuna, so of knowledge and understanding to be able to understand the greatness of God and to have from this be born love and fear, intellectual love and fear as is known. And through this, the good will be separated out from the bad. As it says, um, 
uh, and so now this is an interesting quote from Mishlei, chapter 27, verse 21. So it's a very poetic phrase. It's all read it to you in English. It says, the crucible is for refining silver and the melting pot is for gold and man is ref- refined according to his praise. So basically a crucible is this like um, this this uh, this vessel that is heated up really, really, really high and it's used to melt metals. So in this case, the text, uh, the scripture is talking about this in terms of melting silver, and it's a way to refine out any of the impurities that are found in the silver and the melting pot similarly for gold. And so how do we relate this to ourselves? The way that we refine ourselves is through praising through praising God, through, um, so meaning to say that when we praise God from the depth of our knowledge, like the amount of that we know God, like we really use our minds to intellectually try to really channel all of our intellects towards God to birth from this, our love and fear of God. Uh, in this way, the good is separated out from the bad with um, the same way that the impurities are separated out from the crucible or from the melting pot. So that's the end of the section for today. So just to kind of sum it up and bring it back together is that basically this the true reality, which is truly godliness and truly like that is that's the real truth, right? Because we know everything's vitalized from God. That's only going to be fully revealed uh, in the future. So, but right now, while we're living here in Gullis, right now, when we're in this lowly realm and we don't have that true reality revealed in a full sense, we can actually get a taste of that reality by sensitizing ourselves. So we talked about in the introduction, this idea of, you know, really um, people who are wine connoisseurs or food connoisseurs, how do they become more sensitive to the wine? How do they become more sensitive to the food and the different, and, um, and the different parts of, uh, of, of the food and what it's made up of? It's by becoming more attuned. It's by learning more about the wine, right? It's by learning more about the food, becoming more familiar with the different notes, the different aspects of it, and also just paying attention, like really just like taking the time to shut out all distractions and really paying attention to the wine you're drinking, the food you're eating, maybe perfume. There's the same idea with perfume, having different notes, stuff like that. There's many different examples of this. So here too, when it comes to God, if we want to refine our senses to be able to perceive God in our world to whatever extent we can, and the altar is telling us that we actually can, to a certain extent, perceive God in our world on, on some level, then we actually just need to sensitize our taste buds, so to speak, meaning we need to learn about God. We need to think about God. And when we pray, when we seclude ourselves with God, when we involve ourselves in staka, which is a very godly activity, this can actually refine our quote-unquote taste buds in relation to God and bring us closer to him in a way that is revealed, where we can actually get a tense, a, a sense of this revelation that will happen in the future to come. So that's it for today. And we will continue with this epistle tomorrow. And I will speak to you then. Thanks for listening to the It Is Top podcast hosted by Sarit Switzer. This podcast is dedicated in loving memory of my maternal grandfather, Abraham Yitzhak ben Binyamin Cohen of Blessed Memory. Music by Shoshana. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the show, Please share it with others and subscribe on YouTube, Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure to leave us a five-star review. To find out more about the It Is Top project, including more information on my soon-to-be-published book, please visit our website, itistaught.com. To catch the latest from me, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Looking forward to speaking with you tomorrow, and until then, have a great day.